You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So I don't understand. Is there like a whole strategy to it? Oh, Greg, yes. Is there competition? Oh, there's like elbows and fists flying. It's just, it's madness, I tell you. Because I've never actually considered it as something that I would maybe do. But now that you're you're describing it in that way, maybe I would be pretty good at it. I don't know. Is there a game to it? I don't think you'd be patient enough. I don't think you have it. No, because you can't even handle like. What's the gamesmanship of it, though? Is there a winner and a loser? Because if there's a winner and a loser, I want to kind of be involved in this. I think it depends on what you're going for. Like, I mean, can you trick people? Are there mind games? Is there a con involved? I got a lot of questions about this. We got to figure this all out. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff that we're going to be getting to today. I do want to say a big thank you to everyone who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link, Sarah. Oh, boy. It's the wonderful, it's the, uh, I was going to go with like a sexy ad, but I don't know if sexy don't, ads. Uh, it's no. the sexiest way to, to shop it, it's not going to work. <laughs> I'm trying to get into, <laughs> I'm trying to do more, uh, you know, some more voice work, some more ads. I was thinking like the sexy work would be good. Greg, like, you're I've got never allergies. going to get sexy voice work. I've got work. allergies right now, so my voice is a little bit rougher. And so I was thinking, you know, go to amazon.com or no, go to, fun- oops, see, I already screwed it up. You can't be sexy. Go to funemploymentradio.com You just now. sound like Job from Arrested Development every time on, you try to be sexy. Click on the Amazon link. With clubs. <laughs> for all of your sexy <laughs> secrets. Yeah, see, sexy secrets, something like that. Nobody wants to share their secret, sexy secrets with you, Greg. Well, I'm not going to know what they're buying. I mean, no offense, but there are sexy secret people and there are not sexy secret people. <laughs> I think that a, you're not a sexy secret Even I'm person. never going to have anybody that's going to share their sexy secrets with me? I just, I don't think someone looks at you and they're like, hey, Greg, let me tell you my sexy secrets. <laughs> Dang it. Is it just like a part of my face? I don't understand. I think it might be. I think it's the whole package. Oh, man. I did just, uh, real quick, just a side note. I was, it was reconfirmed over the weekend that I do have a punchy face. Oh. Because uh, our friend uh, Amy Miller, who was in town when we went to the Sklar Brothers. Oh, yeah. She, she actually, the subject of punchy faces came up, and she was not prompted to say anything to me, but she looked at me and she said, like, kind of like you, Greg. She knew I had a punchy face. I'm like, God damn it. I don't know what it is. Like, there's no definitive thing that makes your face more punchy than, uh, like, not, I mean, there clearly is something more definitive that makes your face more punchy because everybody knows it. But there isn't a specific thing. Like, I can't put my finger on why yeah. it is. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a bad person, but it's just like everybody who has, like, you know, resting bitch face, there is something called punchy face. And I apparently am a victim of punchy you face. You are. And it sucks. It sucks. And it was, I, and I witnessed this too. It was unprompted. No, no, that's what I mean. She, she mm-hmm. just decided to. She already picked it out. There was a whole group of people standing there. I was the one she picked out mm-hmm. of having punchy face. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it just, uh, it's just something I've been having to deal with. So anyway, if you want to share your sexy secrets with me, do. Don't. But just go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. That's the main thing we would like. All right. So uh, we're starting the show a little bit early today if you're a live subscriber because Sarah is actually heading out. Heading out of town. Thank you, Greg, for, for working with days. my schedule. I'm very excited. And uh, and you are heading. You're heading to the coast. I'm heading the to the Oregon coast. coast. I am so excited. Yes, I do this once a year. So, um, so I think yeah, I did this around the same time last year because right before. Uh, so basically, my mom retired this past year, and so every year for the past like, I don't know, eight, ten years, my parents have been renting this particular hotel room, at this like old, you know, old like really old-fashioned uh, hotel in Lincoln City, uh-huh. and they rent it for a few days, and I'll come down and visit. So even though she's not teaching anymore, she still like has a habit of doing it during spring break. So this would have been the spring break if she was still working. But anyway, so I'm going down to Lincoln City and hanging out with uh, my mom, my dad, and my sister, and Eloise, my little 13-month-old niece. Oh, wow. I am so excited. So excited. Well, that's great. And I just love Lincoln City because growing up, my family's from Oregon, and like... It, since I was little, 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 we've been going to Lincoln City. It's always been like kind of our place on the coast mm-hmm. uh, my entire life. And so it's always so much fun to go there. I love it's like it's beautiful and rainy and windy. And it's just it's so great. I have so many good memories associated with it. Yeah. I mean, Lincoln City is is pretty incredible. Um, but I think there's so there's a few things with it. We can I've got some actual facts about Lincoln City that maybe you don't know about Ooh. that I was going to share with I you. I know a lot of facts about Lincoln City. I well, I mean cuz I've been going there a long time too, but these are things that I didn't even know about. 
Is it I, about how it has the shortest river in the world? No, I've known that since I was river? five years old, Sarah. I know, but you is can't. it about the uh, one of the biggest kite festivals in the world? There is, there is a very big yes, kite festival. Yes, I know that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, I've, I've and got my family. Some I used to stay at this. We um, used to stay at the Sea Gypsy. Mm-hmm. That was our hotel that we would stay at, like yeah. all the time, and that was where the kite festival would always happen outside of the Sea Gypsy. There's a lot of kites in Lincoln City. Mm-hmm. It is, it is pretty cool. Um, okay, so no, what I. I want to give you those facts, but I'm more kind of focused right now. I'm sorry. I can't get off of this thing that you told me right before we went on. Okay. And is what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Because you said you're going to be doing something over there at the coast. And I'm aware they have a lot of these shops, but I don't think I've ever heard yeah, these words I don't think come out of your mouth. I don't think I properly do it, but I, I, I do admit that when I go to the coast, I commit to uh, my 75-year-old woman self. Because I, uh, when I get to the coast, life moves a little slower. Things yes. Are, it, it's a little richer. Like everything's just, uh, I like to experience everything. So, something that I do like to do when I go is uh, antiquing. See, and this is what I've never heard you say before. Which I don't really, I don't do it right because I don't like collect it, but I like to call it antiquing because what I do is just look at Antique, an, antiques just, and antique stores. Just really quick. You said that you're going to go antiquing. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just a, it's a shocking statement. Well, for I, me. I mean, I'm going to, I, I don't know what it is, because is antiquing like shopping, but at an antique store? Well, I thought you were the expert. This is what I have the well, questions for you. I don't know if I'm an expert, You Greg, made a statement that you're going in. people take this very seriously, and I, I'm just saying, I like to go and peruse antique stores, because especially ones at the coast, so it's off Highway 101, uh-huh. which is just kind of, it, it, you know, it's kind of desolate, even though it's like a popular tourist destination, especially this time of year, it's not really that, you know, busy, crazy busy on the coast, because it's, you know, rainy and windy and not all, like, sunny, sunshine no, summertime. yeah, it rains a lot. Yeah, but there's just some weird shit you can find yeah. in the antique stores in Lincoln City. So when you go into these stores, and again, this is coming with very little knowledge of antiquing, but I, I think I want to get into it now maybe. I want to find out if I want to get into it. So you go in there, and I'm picturing it's like a whole bunch of shelves, like glass shelves that uh, with like little trinkets and they're, they're, easily breakable things. Well, you know what else? There's yeah. So there are lots of easily breakable things. One of the biggest things in the antique stores in Lincoln City that are the most expensive, which don't make any sense, are creepy dolls. The oh. antique stores in Lincoln City are full of like creepy like baby clown dolls and all. Oh, that's this, strange. Like, yeah, and they're expensive too. Like I remember. So I'll there's take- a lot of creepy clown dolls. I wonder if there was like one source of those. Maybe there was one um, you know old lady in town. Who was the creepy clown doll oh, lady? Like, like Myrtle. Yeah, Myrtle. And then, uh, and then when she passed away, like they all got disseminated out through the uh, the different antique stores. Mm-hmm. But that that's like the one source was her. She's the one that had them. Mabel. I like Mabel. Okay, Mabel. I like Myrtle. But Myrtle? okay, if you want Mabel, that's fine. Mabel. Well, okay, either way, we'll go with Myrtle. I like Mabel as a name. That's a really Mabel's a good name. name. Yeah, it's a solid name. That is a solid name. Yeah, I think it's I think it's due for a comeback. Mabel's who used to babysit me when I was a little kid. Was she, she was nice? Just, uh, yeah, she was all right. Actually, she didn't really, I mean, we didn't get hurt, but I don't think she really paid much attention. She just had this apartment in Corvallis, so we'd just do whatever we wanted to. Yeah. So I don't know if she was a good babysitter or not. I mean, you're alive. I'm alive. I didn't die. I don't (laughs) recall ever being hurt. I think she just watched television, and then me and my brother did whatever we wanted to. It was kind of, yeah, worked out good for me. All right, Mabel's? Yeah, Mabel. pretty solid. Mabel was all right. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't fall out of a balcony or anything. All right, so, um, so yeah, so maybe that was the source of all the creepy clown dolls, and they just kind of... You know, got disseminated out. Just an idea. I don't know. But so you go into these places. There's lots of easily breakable things, which that could be. But that a could lot be a of them are in. Me. It could be because you're quite spastic. Yeah. But a lot of these things are actually behind glass. Okay. So they do have. What's weird too is that everything, everything at the antique stores, particularly in Lincoln City, it's like every, like it's all like handwritten signs and like all the, you know, all the price tags have like you know old people like swirly. You know, oh. like $120 for, you know, like a creepy clown doll kind of thing. Yeah. So it's fun to go through, too. Like when my sister and I uh, go to them, we like to try and, like, play a game to guess, like, how much you think something is. And usually it's a lot more than what you think it is. Huh. Yeah. So there's a lot of money in this. There is money. Okay. So you can resell it to other people, too? I, I'd imagine you can mark this thing up. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people collect antiques, isn't it? And then it? you go sell it on eBay or, or something? Or do you like the way they look or you want to, like, resell them? Yeah. I mean, does anybody really enjoy the look of creepy clown 
baby dolls? I mean, I'm I don't sure know. somebody does. I mean, somebody has to because they have to find I mean, a price point Myrtle for that. Myrtle did. We already know that. They have to find a price point for it. And if they're yeah. pricing it that high, clearly somebody's buying it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Well, okay. So when you go into this, are you trying to find, like, this is this is the gamesmanship I, yes. I want to work on? Like, because you have the other, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm stereotyping here, I'm assuming it's a lot of old ladies. Or is that wrong? And I could be completely wrong. And I just it, don't know. It is sometimes. No, it's, yes, it's a lot of older ladies. It's true. And a lot of older gentlemen as well because okay. there are lots of, like, leather goods that are collectibles, lots of, um, like, old uh, lighters and, like, cigarette holders. Okay. I bought a really cool flask in Lincoln City, like an old-timey flask. And, like, sometimes you can find stuff for really cheap. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So you can, it's always fun. It's like a treasure hunt kind uh-huh. of. Because, like, you go in. Like, half the time you won't find anything. Half the time you'll find something really cool that you'll be like, hey, this is a little knickknack that I uh-huh. got. Okay, now is there a competition, though? Do um, you look at other people as competition when you go in there? Because yeah. I picture antiquing to be like a real— A little bit. Uh, you know, it's a stiff competition well, game. Because, like, being in an antique store, like a thrift store, like, there's usually only one of something. Uh-huh. So if you, if you set your sights on something that you want and then somebody does at the same time, it, it's going to be a battle. Okay. So do you try to, like, deceive the other person? Do you try to, put like, lay a trap? Or, like, look at something that you know isn't uh, worth a whole lot and be like, wow, that's a really good deal over here on this. Somebody should snatch that one up. That's worth way more than they're asking. And then that person goes over there and then you snatch the the real prize. I think with antiquing, what you have to do, you have to commit. So, like, if you decide that something is interesting you, then you need to grab grab hold of it right then and there. Because if you don't, somebody else is going to come and snatch it up and then you're going to regret it. Okay. Now, do you bargain? Do you do any bargaining? No, my mom does bargaining. It makes me so uncomfortable. Like a bartering? Yeah. Uh huh. No. I mean, I'm sure that you could, particularly in something, you know, like antiquing, where it isn't like, you know, uh, a gallon of milk is 250. Like, you know, you don't know how much an antique right. whatever is. So you don't try to talk them down. No, that that makes me uncomfortable. What if like okay? What I think you should work on it though, because you could save some money. You know, you could save a little money. Like, what if there's like a fancy flask, like that? Like we were talking about this I flask, have a billion flasks. Okay, well, what what's something that you would want? Um, a pair of antique sunglasses. A pair of antique. Okay, there like you go. Like some amazing like seventies <laughs> round like high quality sunglasses. Okay. All right, so there's... Oh, I'm dreaming about them right now. Okay, so you got these amazing round sunglasses. What do you think those would normally go for? Oh, gosh, if they were, like, legit, like, 70s antique, like, green, like, green lens to, like, probably, like, an amber, like, plastic out. Oh, those would probably be, like, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Okay, so say they're marked, you're walking in there, you see these these things, they're marked at $85. Okay, so the sunglasses are there. Let's Let's try it out. All right, so I'll be the I'll be the store clerk. There's You're walking no way in. that I'm going to be spending fifty dollars on a pair of sunglasses. Okay, well imagine you had fifty. Well, then try to talk it down. All right, so imagine you had fifty dollars <laughs> in a world where in you a had world fifty dollars. You have fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, subscribe to Fun Employment Radio by going to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Also, feel free to donate. Uh, There's a donate we button to stop you. We Yeah, we will not stop you. That is true. Or just go to Amazon and purchase your sexy secrets. Yes. Funemploymentradio.com first. Then click on the button. Amazon link yes. and purchase your sexy secrets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I uh, got that out of the way. So. So, okay, so you should tr- you should work on bargaining because maybe you can get these deals. Okay, so you don't – we'll say they're marked at $50. Okay. What do you – you want to pay less than that. I want to pay 30 Okay, all right, so so I'm here. I'm behind the counter. I'm gonna, Since my voice is like this today, I'm going to be like the gristled, you know, old man who's the behind se- the are counter. Are you a sexy old man? Well, of course I'm sexy for the town. It's Lincoln City. I mean, you know, the sex, sexy factor. Are you a Lincoln City 10? I'm a Lincoln City – well, I'm a Lincoln City 7 right now with the character that I'm playing. Oh, okay. You know, I'm like, I'm a business owner. Was kind of, you know, I work in the antique business. You know, I go down to uh, to one of the local bars. I hang out. Go to the Oregon Tavern. The Oregon Tavern, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I'm a, I'm a big shot at the Oregon Tavern. I love the Oregon Tavern. The Oregon Tavern is great. It's yeah. a, if you've never been there, it's this just a crap hole little dive bar in the middle <laughs> of Lincoln City. And I mean that within the best way possible. That's what it is. Oh, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. It's a crap hole. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's just covered in uh, like tie-dye stuff and Full of drunk old men. Yeah. It's, it's glorious. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so you're walking up to the counter. I've got these glasses here. And uh, and you want to. And they're like the best glasses. Like I'm picturing them in my mind. <laughs> there's, a par- there's a particular pair of like 70s style sunglasses that I I think you already know wanted. what they look like. I yeah, do know what they it. look like. Yeah. So, okay. You're walking up. You want to get these sunglasses. All right. So here I am behind the counter. Okay. 
Wait, no, I don't want to do this. This is making me uncomfortable. What? But you want these sunglasses. This is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If to it get was these really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, I'd probably pay the $50 instead of having to like finagle. Okay, it well, it's not a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but it's a chance to get some really good glasses. But you think you can talk this person down and save some money. You want that because extra 20 bucks? Because he's a Lincoln City else. 7. Because he's a Lincoln City 7, okay. I guess. Yeah, sure. Okay, so you're walking up. All right, what? I'm walking? Yeah, you're walking up. You're taking Hello. a look at the glass? Hi there. How's, Hi. It, how's it going? Can I, can I help you out? Good. I was just wondering if I could try on those, uh, those sunglasses that you have in the case. I'm sorry. We actually don't allow anyone to try those on. They're, uh, those are vintage sunglasses. I'm not sure if you're aware about these ones. No, they're... they wouldn't. There was no way that the person selling the sunglasses wouldn't let me try the sunglasses on. What? You would. A uh, 50 bu- Okay, fine. 50. You know Granted, that people I know pay nothing like about sunglasses. $400 for pairs of sunglasses. I, I pay $10. I pay exactly. $9.99 at, uh, at whatever corner store, and then I break them. And then that's, that's yeah. all I know of sunglasses. And then, and I know nothing of sunglasses. Again. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. You know, like you a pair of my... Ray-Bans are like $200. Yeah. 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 So, sounds nice. <laughs> that's, I mean, you don't, no, you don't deserve, price Ray, range, you don't deserve like, Ray-Bans like, because you just break them anyway. No, it's just, it's so out of my price range. I'm like, yeah, that's neat. There's a world out there where people do that. Huh? <laughs> they like, buy actual sunglasses that work. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got walking shoes too and running shoes. All right. So <laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay. So, so, okay. Come on up to the counter. Uh, I'm going to let you try them on. So let's try it again. All right, so I don't want to try them on. Oh, no, but I don't want to purchase something that I can't try on. Okay, I'll, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to let, let you me try, try them on. on. Yeah, All right, try it again. Hi, uh, excuse me, sir. I was wondering if I could um, take a look at these sunglasses here over in the Ooh, case. Ooh, we don't let a lot of people try those on, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and let you. Thank try you. Those. I'm Do you like those? Really interested. Yes, I'm aware of these. I've been looking for a pair like this for years. Now, so yeah, uh, yeah if they, this I mean, is very rare. Yeah, very, I've very. I've never actually been able to try a pair on, so I was uh, super looking forward to it. So I hope you know they fit okay. I guess well, we'll see. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and try them on. I just uh, I do kind of have to keep an eye on you while you're while you're standing there. Okay, that's through the business. Um, but yeah, okay, let's let's get these out here. All right, just careful, hold All right. them on the edges. Um, let me put them on. Yep, we'll have to try those on, okay. and. Oh. Uh, I like yeah. them. They're a little tight. Well, they're a little tight because heads were actually smaller in the 70s. And this yeah. is something that the sunglasses industry has had to expand them. So you'll notice like any glasses that are pre-1981, mm-hmm. the width is actually just a little bit less than the modern day. So that width. must be why they stopped manufacturing these glasses because they're impractical for a user of today. Well, this is why you're in an antique store, ma'am. So I'm yeah. not sure what you're going for. No, if you want your uh, fancy high-end uh, Kardashian glasses or whatever you kids get, then, yeah, you can go get those. This We're not is supposed to say that of... name on this show, Greg. Are... What are you doing? This is a, no, this is the... I'm picturing how the Lincoln City guy's insulting you, but also trying to get you... Yeah, to he's kind of rude. Yeah, but you want the glasses, and you just insulted my glasses. I didn't insult your glasses. You just told me that people... that I had a giant head. But, <laughs> 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 but, but one of the... Okay, maybe this guy isn't a good salesman. Okay, so... so I don't know, big oh, head. Why don't they fit you? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, but wait, wait. No, I'm going to build it back up. I'm going to build it back up. I'm being a good right. salesman. Well, I mean, You're I really do. Yeah, I mean, I, okay. I am interested in them, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they just don't have... I, I feel like for $50, I should really have a pair that, like, well, actually fit me pretty well. And I understand that. If you, mm-hmm. if you need a good pair of sunglasses, you know, that for practical uses, then, yeah, you might want to look at somewhere else. Yeah. But this is something you're not going to come across this one very often. Well, now, what a lot of people don't know is in the, the green of the glass is actually uh, limestone that was mined uh, back in the 70s. I don't they believe that. They, well, yes, that's that's how they made them. I mean, no, it says in the inside of the glasses made in China, 100 percent plastic. Well, well, no, but the, the actual glass that was used, it was mined limestone from New Hampshire's mm-hmm. part of the uh, business, which is well, why the me, price is a little bit more. Let is me what tell I was you getting this. I, I am interested in the glasses, but I think 50 might be a little steep for me. I would be willing to offer you. 35. I'm sorry. That's just not enough money okay. for something well, like I mean, this. It's so I have rare. to be honest with you. I know that you say they're rare, I mean, but I've been I in here. I came in here a couple months ago, and those sunglasses were here a uh, couple months ago. Well, yeah, because we're waiting for the right customer. This this is something mm. I just can't give away. I mean, this is a prize. I could put it online. Okay, stop. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is so gross. I can't do it. <laughs> You don't want them because of the limestone lenses that are. No, that doesn't even make any sense. Limestone, le- that doesn't. <laughs> like, I don't know what you think you're saying. That doesn't. I don't think that means what you think you're. <laughs> okay, means. dang. I didn't know if you would fi- 
Yeah, figure that one out or not. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not getting $50 is what you're, you're saying. You're not getting Damn it, I'm terrible at sales. You are. You tried the car sales thing last week. <laughs> Nothing is working. It's just not working for me. Nothing is I'm not going to be a good antique salesperson. Mm. You know what else, though? There uh, isn't just an antique store. There's also a miniature store. Oh, I've seen that place before. Have you yeah. been in there? Yeah. That's, that is, um, if you've been to Lincoln City and you haven't gone to the miniature store, you have it's to. It's It is so creepy. Yeah. I don't really understand the point of that store. Other it's, than, it's I mean, doll, it's... So what it is, is it's uh, dollhouses. It's like a dollhouse store, and it has all these teeny tiny little things that go inside of the, of the dollhouse from, like, you know, teeny little bottles of ketchup to full, you know, like, bedroom sets. Yeah. And uh, they have creepy dolls that live inside of the dollhouses. And it's just a, a store full of miniatures, which I'm kind of – I was obsessed with that stuff when I was a kid. Yeah. I always thought it was really cool. With the so miniatures? It's yeah, it's really neat. To, Did like, you have dollhouses? I had a dollhouse, and then I read this book called The Dollhouse Murders, and I could never play with my dollhouse again because I was really scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, not a spoiler, but The Dollhouse Murders actually had something to do with The Dollhouse? Yeah. Okay. No, so this girl, it, it was like a children, well, not a children, like a young adult book. Okay. And I read it too young. I actually, I actually have a copy of it at my apartment right now. Of course you do. Yeah, I know. But I haven't, it actually scared me so much that I haven't read it since then. Oh, Wow. Well, it was, it's just kind of creepy because basically this girl goes to live with her grandparents and uh, she's kind of estranged from her family. Something happened. They had, they had like this tragedy and she never knew what happened. And so she's exploring in the attic one day and she comes across a dollhouse, which is the exact replica of the house that she's living in with her grandparents. And there are all these dolls. There's like two parents, two children. And um, in real life, like one of the children had been like murdered or something. And so oh. the dolls at night, she could hear them like scritching around Ew. and they would reposition themselves in the dollhouse at night. And then they eventually oh, started up. and they eventually started uh, reenacting this uh, the night of the murder. It was what? It, it fucked me up. Yeah. OK. Yeah, that's pretty it was creepy. called the dollhouse murders. And so after that, I could never. I could not look at my Did dollhouse. you imagine that your dolls had moved in the middle of the night? Oh, yeah. You'd look at them and be no, like, I, I had swear. A weird, I did not like dolls. Like, uh, my dad, when he went to China, um, <laughs> when he was in the Navy, he uh, he brought Heather and I back these um, really, uh, I don't know, these, like, exotic-looking, like, Chinese dolls. Mm -hmm. And it, I felt like it was just watching me when I was sleeping. I was so <laughs> creeped out by it. I did, yeah, so I, like, removed all the doll things from my room. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Dollhouse murders, though, if you want to read it. Got a copy. All right. All right. <laughs> really, that, and I don't know, uh, speaking of children's books, there's also Wait Till Helen Comes, which is one of the most terrifying books I've ever read. Either. Okay. Yeah. So you basically freaked anyway, yourself Anyway, yeah. So the miniature store, I'm kind of fascinated by it because it still kind of scares me. Okay. So I think it's, like, kind of interesting. So there's that. Then, of course, Greg, uh, on my 75-year-old coast woman tour, yes. I'm going to go get myself some saltwater taffies. Then I'm going to go agate hunting. Or bag of taffish. I'm going to buy myself some taffish. And then uh, and go agate hunting. And then go agate hunting with my pops. <laughs> yep. Where That's we always awesome. have a competition to see who can find uh, the biggest agates. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting stuff. There's a lot less of them over there now. I, I know. Like. They're picked through a lot. Yeah. That's where I'm more competitive. When it comes down to the, the when it agate comes down hunting. to finding agates, when like someone's getting mm -hmm. close to me and I found like a like a bed of rocks and uh -huh. they're getting all like up in my shit. I'm like, uh uh. Do you like, say something? No, but I'll give them a look. You position yourself to like no, because that's rude. Them. Like, clearly I found, like, you know, a big area of rocks. Well, how big mine. of an area are you claiming, Like, though? not that big. Like, probably, like, you know, four feet by four feet. Okay, that's that's a fair area. Yeah, and then if someone I'm talking, starts... If you're talking, like, 20 feet, that's too no, big. You no, no, but if they that. start, like, nosing around, like, I see them kind of scuffling over and then... Well, if somebody's kinda... getting within four feet of me on the beach, I'm going to be a little bit... No. I, I know. Anyway. I, that's when I'm not friendly, when I'm just like, don't you fucking try to steal my agates. Do you ever have to stop somebody? No, I've never had to say anything, but I give dirty looks. Yeah. Does it does it work? Do the dirty looks work? Kind of. Yeah. 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 It wards them off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's serious business. Somebody's within four feet. But I mean, that's the thing. How big of a territory can you have for agate hunting on the beach? Well, you have to. Yeah. I mean, like you, you everyone stop, has to be respectful your... of each other's spaces. Yeah. What if you saw a really big one? And it was nearish you, but it was within like ten feet of somebody else. Okay, that's what I do. In and snag so it? what you were talking about with antiquing is exactly actually what I do with agate hunting. Now that you mention it, that's exactly what, okay. So I it's not to, like, claim my, it's agates. Okay. Yeah. So what I do is I try to click, if I see something, if I see some like an area that has potential, and I see someone else moving. Sometimes I do. Yeah, I kind of do like do the like walk slower and then pretend like I don't really see them, but you know, like get a little closer and then yeah, you, you have to, to kind of out. box them out. No, you box them out. Gotta okay. box them out. Okay. All right. Make them uncomfortable, mm -hmm. not the other way around. Mm -hmm. 
So you invade their space. Yes. To where they start moving along. No, not invade their space. I just get to the territory first. Okay. I plant my flag first. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. <laughs> so you've got that covered. Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm very excited. I can't wait to tell you about all my adventures when I come back on Wednesday. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Of note, so Sarah will be gone tomorrow. I actually, since she was gone, I took on another job. So I'm not sure if I'm going to, if there will be a show tomorrow. I'll post. Um, but probably not. So yeah, we I might mean, just if you have another off. job, that's Yeah. Fine. So we might just take the day off for Tuesday. And then back on Wednesday. Side programming note. Woohoo! Hello, my friends. Greg, did you get that story I sent you too? You're welcome. I have that story a hundred times over. Whatever, Greg. Sarah. Whatever, Greg. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Excel, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I know that you always want to stay ahead of the trends, so I wanted to let you know about the biggest trend of summer of 2017 that's going to be happening. Biggest trend of summer it's of 2017. It's a fashion trend. Um, can I guess? Sure. Wallet chains? It is not wallet chains. Is it black shirts, blue jeans? No. Cargo shorts. It will never be cargo shorts. Cargo shorts, shorts are going to make a comeback. They never, I, they never had a beginning of. They like, do they have a beginning. Cool. They're so useful. I think cargo shorts need have been given a bad rap, and it's about time that me and my cargo shorts friends stood up for ourselves. Do you even use the pockets in your cargo? Yes, shorts? Yes, I put all kinds of different treasures in there. Oh my god! The problem is, then I always forget to check them, and I run them through the wash, and I ruin the treasures. But papers and gum or Sticks. quarters in one pocket. All right. Well, Imagine how many agates you could get with cargo shorts. That would be a lot of agates. See? Now you see the I advantage. I always bring my Ziploc plastic baggie. No, oh, cargo shorts are way better. Put different colors in different pockets. Mm. Anyway, what is the fashion? Um, It's putting glitter all over your butt. <laughs> yeah, so this is all what right, people are doing. All right, that was not what I was going to guess. Okay. Uh, so this is what people are doing. I guess uh, the, this is going to be like the new Instagram sensation. This is what, what all the, the kids at Jay are doing. Yes, they're out, they're literally covering their asses with glitter. Just glitter butts. Glitter butts. Glitter butts. <clears throat> glitter butt is the new... Okay. Yes. How do... So Cosmopolitan, Cosmo, is reporting that uh, this has been the biggest trend. We're, they're seeing Who, it on the beach. Where is this trend? People are, are taking pictures of... If you look up glitter butts, I bet you will see it. So uh, if you do want to apply glitter to your own butt, uh, <laughs> it's saying that the best way to use it is to get some hair gel... And put it on there. But you, it's probably best to have a friend help you put the glitter on. And then to use the hair gel as the glitter glue for your butt. And then so, put the glitter onto it. So, who the hell came? Uh, are these people just being trolled? Like, take a bunch of hair gel, squirt it on your butt, and then dump glitter on it. And then walk around. Imagine well, I mean, quite getting honestly, back I into the see car this, afterward. I like, you're going to have glitter everywhere. I can see this making a little bit of sense because, I mean, like, imagine women, you know, or anyone who wears a bikini is self-conscious about their butt. Like, if it's covered with glitter, then you can't really see any imperfections. Well, wouldn't just that just, glitter like, butt. doesn't that just, like, call a lot of attention to it, though? It's like, hey, in case you weren't looking at my butt. can't really see the skin butt, through the glitter, so it's like Here it is. Butt. Now it's bright and covered in glitter. I mean, that's just going to make people look at, look at it. Also, just think of the mess. And think of where the glitter goes and how it's never going to leave. No. I don't think this is a trend I'll be following. All right, summer glitter, but I mean, I want to be trendy, so I guess this is what I got to do. I guess that's what you have to do. Sit in some hair gel and then (laughs) have somebody throw glitter at my butt. Wow. All right, well, U.S. customs officials are now warning people to make sure that the condoms that they're buying are not fake ones because they uncovered more than 40,000 counterfeit condoms. Uh Uh-oh. Being imported to Puerto Rico from the United States of America. They're being made here, but they are counterfeit condoms. Uh, uh, so that's the U.S. Scary. Customs, yeah, right? U.S. Customs and Border Protection, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, Homeland Security Investigations, blah, blah, blah. Seized counterfeit condoms being sent to Puerto Rico over the course of five days. Where, where are you buying these, though? Is this like in actual stores so you don't know they're counterfeit? Or is this like street condoms that you're just buying? Okay, so they were stamped to look like uh, they were actual Durex condoms. Uh huh. 
So they were. Oh. Yeah. So they actually. So you wouldn't know. You'd so see you it in a store and you wouldn't know, know that you're buying a counterfeit street condom. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So, so uh, like, who buys condoms off the? You know. Hey, man. Uh, got an extra shipment of condoms in. My boss doesn't know about. It. I'm selling these right now. Like, I'm not gonna buy like. I don't know. Maybe kids condoms. that are like embarrassed to buy them. I, I don't know. I guess. But he'll be like, hey, hey, you want some condoms? Hey, dude. Condoms. Condoms. Yeah, no, that seems kind of strange. Oh, were you mimicking like the um, like in Mexico? Yeah, like in Mexico, people are like, you know, we we you know they Eight walk ball. by and just say, ball. yeah, they just walk by and say drug term terminologies. Yeah, which totally catches you off guard at first. Yeah, I remember them like, wait, what? Yeah, eight ball, what? Uh huh. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, so they're warning people against buying condoms. That they can't be verified that they're actually what they're supposed to be. So just just be smart. That's just the basic, like, you know, maybe if something looks, if, if you have a condom and it looks a little wrong, that's one of the things that you, it's like spoiled meat. If it looks a little off, don't do anything with it. Yeah. Don't do anything with yeah. it. Yeah. Just trust your instincts with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so be on the lookout for counterfeit condoms. Out of Egan, Minnesota, Minnesota man has been arrested after he was charged for allegedly trying to leave a store with a 19-inch television in his pants. A 19-inch television? He left a store with a 19-inch television in his pants. How did he do that? That's some big pants just that to be is, able to fit I don't that even know how big his pants would be. I mean, because you... That's a 19-inch You just TV, stuff it down so the I front, guess like, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty significant. I mean, it's not going to be able to go down a pant leg unless that's some really. Unless big... he's wearing like some Jenkos or something. Yeah. Is there a picture? Uh, I don't think so. This is his name is Eric Lee King. He's from Columbia Heights, Minnesota. Was charged with a misdemeanor of shoplifting and fifth degree felony possession of a controlled substance. Uh oh. So he was stealing TVs and getting high. So a police officer said. Uh, that he witnessed Eric Lee King drop a box of candy in the store parking lot. When the officer called out uh, King to alert him that he had dropped his candy, King did not respond, and the officer then noticed that he was walking away strangely. So the police officer was actually trying to let him know, like, hey, you hey, dropped, you dropped your, candy. your candy. But instead he wobbled away with his TV in his pants. The officer then drove up so to So he King, almost got away with it, if not for the candy. If not for the candy. <laughs> and those pesky kids. Did he steal the candy as well, or...? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he stole the candy. I think he bought the candy, stole the TV. Okay. So the officer drove up to King and honked his horn to get his attention, but King still did not respond. Oh, if yeah, a cop yeah. is honking, you, you turn and you <laughs> nope, pay attention. Nothing to see here. I can't see you. Just look away. Well, the officer then got out of his car to confront King, who reached into his pants, prompting the officer to whip out his handcuffs and handcuff him. Uh, after King was handcuffed, officer noticed a large rectangular object in King's pants, which turned out to be a 19-inch flat-screen television. How did he... I, I really want to know just the physics of it, how he had that strapped in, because it's... I mean, even if it's a really light flat-screen, that's still heavy enough that's going to weigh down your pants. All right, so, so not, how was it being held up? I don't know, because it says not only did they find the 19-inch flat-screen television in his pants, um, they also found a remote control, power cords, and a bottle of brake fluid. <laughs> brake fluid, all right. Uh, also, the drug tra- uh, the drug charges because he had Xanax found in his pocket. So I guess if you're like going day. to try and steal things, like maybe don't ignore a cop that's trying to help you out for dropping your candy and leave your Xanax. Maybe at home. leave your Xanax at home. <laughs> Just a couple little things. Wait, what is, is Xanax uh, like a painkiller? I thought Xanax was like a mood. I think Xanax is no Xanax is like one of those ones that people get super addicted to. I think it's like a um, okay. It's a painkiller. Okay, of those I get them mixed up. Apologies. Yeah, I thought it was like a de- depression thing. I I don't know what it is. But I know oh, it's an, it's, anti-anxiety. It's an, yeah. Oh yeah, so I think that's so an immediate a, one. Like how I'm on Prozac because that's like a um, like continuous. Yeah, and I think Xanax is one of the ones that is like an immediate. Like it helps you if you're having like an anxiety attack or something. Okay. It kind of dulls down, dulls down the anxiety. All right. All right. And then I had another story, but I think Greg's going to be sharing it. So that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy.
had to add that in there. That was my new tagline for it. Yeah, let's not have that be it. I'm working on that. Um, well, I do, I've got some breaking news all over the board. Whoa. I've got two different things because we've got some ball talk breaking news and we have some squatch watch breaking news. Okay, which, which I, one? Sorry, I shouldn't have te- I shouldn't have teased it, but ball talk first. Okay. Ball talk first. We've got a couple of things here, one of which just happened a few minutes ago. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Breaking news. The NFL team owners meeting was happening today where there was a vote on whether one of the most storied franchises in the NFL, as far as the most popular anyway, the Oakland Raiders would be moving. And the vote came back approved. The Oakland Raiders are moving to Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders. They're going to be playing... um, They're planning to play two more seasons, which is kind of awkward in Oakland. They may even stay for 2019. But once the uh, new stadium's built, it's expected to be done in 2020. That's when they'll be in Las Vegas. So they're still going to stay in Oakland for the next couple of years, even though they've just told Oakland, fuck you, we're moving to Las Vegas. That's going to be real awkward. Usually when teams vote to move, it's pretty much set. They, They move very quickly, within a year at most. Like when the Sonics moved, it was like, bam, okay, they're gone. Um, yeah, that's a real awkward transition period. But there it is. It is going to be, by 2020, the Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, I guess that'll be a draw for people in Vegas. I mean, it makes sense. Um, I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it'll be more of a tourist thing. I mean, if you're in town... That's true. You're looking for something to do casinos. and you don't want to go see, you know, a magic show or Britney Spears. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would go, go to an watch. NFL game. Like, yeah. if casinos are, you know, you win it. Or Plus, it would probably be a really fun stadium. To oh, it's, get to it's going to be a brand new, gigantic, well, I mean, like $1.7 billion domed stadium. But with Vegas law and a, and a football stadium, like, you know that's going to be different than any other place. Yeah, I don't know how... I mean, I'm assuming because Vegas they would have is a shit show. Like, and I'm assuming like everyone's not going to go to these and just be like all wholesome. I mean, it's going to be drunk idiots who bought tickets at the last minute who have been drinking, you know, out of plastic guitars all day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a rowdy stadium. I bet it'll be pretty fun. Probably, yeah. I, I mean, people don't be. go to Vegas and take it easy. Well, I, my guess is there'll honestly be a lot of uh, for the away team. I bet they'll get a lot more fans that'll travel. When it's in Las Vegas, because if you're a fan of a team, you're like, well, I can combine a trip to Vegas with going to see my team play the Raiders. Exactly. You'll probably have huge, um, huge visiting fan bases there. That's my guess. Well, anyway, there it is. So it, they will be the Las Vegas Raiders, but they will be playing at least two more seasons in Oakland. Very strange. Hmm. That's the breaking news. All right, moving on to ball talk. We've got some other breaking news. Well, Tell me. Kind of happened yesterday. And the day before. Sarah, I'm talking about the NCAA men's basketball tournament, otherwise known as the Insanity of the Month Before April, and of course the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions! We have the final five minus one teams set for this tournament. Oh boy. And it's a pretty interesting one this year. Usually you have the normal stalwarts, Duke or... Kentucky or, you know, the the usual teams, Villanova, that are in there that win all the time. This year, you only have one of those. North Carolina is one of the teams. That's not a surprise. The other three, two of them have never been there before, and the other one hasn't been there in 78 years. Do math, Greg. Do math. I believe it's 78 years. It's the last time they were in there. A long time. Um, And this is... Your final four teams. North Carolina, Gonzaga, who I picked to win it all. You look super crazy right now. You know why? <laughs> why? I'll tell you why. Um, people at Digital Trends were sick today. Every, everybody's sick down there, so we didn't end up doing DT Daily. So I didn't do my normal routine this morning. 
which is getting up at 6.30, shower. I just, I have my yeah, routine. you look like rested and happy. Yeah, it's strange. I, <laughs> I'm going to let you in on a little secret. All right, tell me. Since I'm, I'm going to be stopping Since by the gym see, later. you're turning your, your hat backwards and getting real. I didn't shower this morning. What? Yeah. That's very that strange for me. That is weird for you. It's very strange for me. You know what's even me. weirder? I did shower this morning. Yeah, it's a bizarro world. Whoa, it's bizarro. Yeah, because I'm going to see my parents. I don't like leaving and I the can't house let them, at all without I can't showering. let my parents see that, like, you know, I don't shower until mid-afternoon. Like, I'm going to look like a decent human being. Because I didn't have to go in and I wasn't on camera, I'm like, well, shoot, I'm just How? going to the studio. I'm not really going to be around really anybody else. I can really see why you do shower every morning, though. <laughs> what do you mean? You just look kind of bedraggled, but in a happy way. You look like you could be rooting through our dumpster. I got an extra half hour of sleep because I woke up for it and they're like, ah, we're all sick. Like, don't come in. I'm like, oh, all right. I guess I'll skip the shower. I feel weird. It throws me off. Wow. Are you going to go out in public like that? No, I'm doing all my work here at the studio and then I'm I'm going go to the, go to the gym. You're going to go to the gym like that? Oh, man. Why? Do I look that bad? No, God, I'm fucking with you. You're fine. I didn't shave. No, you look relaxed. Like, it's very, it's nice. Because usually when I see you, you're like a poodle. There's like all high strung and freaking out. Right now you seem like kind of chill. Oh, boy. I like it. Who is this new Throws me off. I don't know if I like it. Who is this masked man? Well, anyway, um, the Final Four team. So, yeah, got Gonzaga, North Carolina, South Carolina, which I doubt really anyone had in the Final Four. South Carolina, and then uh, the fourth one, for the first time since ni- uh, 1939, the University of Oregon. The Oregon Ducks beat the Kansas Jayhawks, and I watched the game. I got to say, Oregon looked good. The Kansas Jayhawks, Kansas is like one of the top teams, all, always. I mean, they were a number one seed, and Oregon pretty much dismantled them. They, they won. Kansas didn't lose. Oregon won. So it's going to be an interesting Final Four. That's going to be taking place, of course, next weekend. Uh, I do have to say this, though. Just an update on the tournament brackets. Because I have three out of the top four, Sarah, I shot back up the leaderboards of the Fun Employment Radio Tournament. I mean, I shot right back up. I'm I haven't sitting even right looked. Now, as soon as West Virginia lost, I haven't even looked. I'm sitting right now at number seven, going up from 41 to number seven. Is a dog? Yeah, is that a dog, a dog barking in the that's a dog. hallway? That scared me for a second. That's probably not coming through. I always think whenever I hear noises, I'm like, oh, this is when somebody breaks in and murders us while we're recording. Oh, that, why do you think I locked the doors? Oh, crap, I didn't that lock the doors. Locked. No, neither of them are locked. I usually lock our doors. Neither of them are locked, I worry Greg. about that, too. And I'm like, imagine the ratings, but nobody will put the podcast up because it was us. That's true. Because I don't know how to do it, even if you survive. like. Or if I didn't survive, if you survive. There would just be nothing. There would be nothing. I would hope you'd at least capitalize on the ratings you would get off of that. I suppose so. I mean, if somebody broke in here and got me and you lived. All right, let's just, can we not talk about this? Because somebody, what if, like, we have a listener, God bless you, we love you all, who, like, doesn't quite understand joking, and then they're just like, maybe, they want big ratings. Oh, yeah, no. We're just kidding. No. Don't murder us. Anyway, I'm sitting at number seven. Number one right now, God. Who is it? Damn it. Sitting at number one right now in the Fun Employment Radio Bracket Tournament, Tristan. Who? Tristan. Tristan of the Rip City Bad Boys is number one with his bracket, so who's coming in second? Just when you think you couldn't be less likable. The smugness that's going to be coming off of that man. Oh, he's so smug. If he wins. He's so smug. And he lets you know, too. That's the definition of smug. I mean, how he has to let you know. Oh, Tristan sitting at number one. Uh, Andy in the Mighty Southeast at number two. I think that's Rangi at number three. Jeff at four. Oh, Jeff at five. So, yeah, it keeps on going from there. I'm sitting at seven. I still got a good chance. I got a chance of winning this thing. But I'm going to be honest. It's going to be pretty tough to beat Tristan. Actually, crap. I don't have a chance. Because if it all goes down, I've got the exact same thing as he does. Damn it! I'm not going to get... There's no way for me to get number one. Like there was to begin with. Are I you had kidding? a little bit of a... Ah, yep. Nope. I'm out. I mean, statistically, there's still plenty of opportunity for me. 
We'll leave it at that. Anyway, Tristan's sitting in. Are you done? Yeah, that's it for now. I'm still at number seven. I'm still doing good, and I'm beating you. You're at number 25. uh, 25? I don't care. I really don't care. It's quite a ways down. Yeah, I I don't care. Can't tell you how little I care at this point. Well, you are at 25, so you do care a little bit. You did look up where you were. Well, no, I did look up because I wanted to see who number one was and who it wasn't, which is you. Close enough. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, Greg, but before we go, I know that you have something else that you need to do. I know probably a gajillion people sent this to you. I have, and I appreciate every single person that Mm -hmm. has, because this is a very, very big breaking news story that kind of affects a lot of people. And I I didn't want to make light of this. I really wanted to... uh, even though it's like near my alma mater, I feel like it should be. It would be more fair for me to do it. But. Really, it's not your thing, though. This is my thing. Mm, uh, pretty it's pretty sure established. It's this is my thing. No. This is what I do. No. And I'm talking about a squat squatch. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Oh, wait, I just, you know when you have heard something so many times and you hear it, like, for the first time again, and just how <laughs> stupid he sounds, he's like, I do think there's a squatch in these woods. <laughs> that was Bubba, right? Or Bobo? Uh, I don't know if it was or not, actually. I think it's a different guy from it. Uh-oh. I don't know. I made that thing so long ago, I don't even remember. Okay. All right. Squatch, watch. Here's the deal. Here's the story. Here's what's going down. And this is why everybody needs to be very vigilant when you're out there right now. This comes from northern Idaho. Moscow, Idaho. Do they call it Moscow or That's Moscow? That's not northern Idaho. Um, That's western Idaho. That's right well, across the border from from Pullman. That's eight miles. Isn't it on the Panhandle? No. Or is no, it that's eight there? miles east of... Greg, I've been to Moscow, Idaho a hundred times. More than a hundred times. A thousand times. It was eight miles directly east of Pullman, Washington. Well, I know. But I mean, that's That's not still... northern Idaho. Would that count? Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, okay. No, I'm not maybe right, Greg. Well, no, that's still northern Idaho. Yes, it is. That counts as northern Idaho. Moscow, Idaho. It's still on the the panhandle side of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's northern Idaho. Whatever. I mean, I'm just... Well, either way. Uh, Okay, in Idaho. So, here's what happened. And this is going to be shocking information for everybody. And I want everybody to just kind of, you know, sit down if you're listening to the show. Because here's what happened. Oh, my God. A northern Idaho woman. This is what the story says. I'm just reading what the story says. It's not northern. She's a western. This is from an Idaho news story. Idaho woman. It's an Idaho news story. The Moscow Pullman Daily News. Oh, yeah. I used to read that. Reports that a 50-year-old woman was driving south Why on the U.S. Highway 95. Why are you saying it like this? Because this is shocking news, and I want everybody to understand the gravity of the situation. When she struck a deer near Potlatch. Oh, good old Potlatch. Potlatch, Idaho. Mm -hmm. When Benoit County Sheriff's officials showed up at the scene of the accident. Oh, my God. You're making this so boring. Claimed that there was something sinister as to why she had crashed. And the sinister reason was she saw a Sasquatch chasing a deer on the side of the road while driving. She checked in her mirrors to get a second look, and when she looked up, the deer ran in front of her. The deer that had been being chased by a Sasquatch that she witnessed on the side of the road. The Sasquatch allegedly fled the scene because they take no responsibility for their problems, and this woman got into an accident because she saw a Sasquatch. That is the bottom line. This is the story. Be vigilant out there when you're driving. You're heading to the coast. That's, that's Squatch that's territory. Squatch territory, I yeah. know. You know, Absolutely, squatch territory. Drive very slow. You know they're all hungry right now. They're chasing deer. There's a lot of deer out there coming out of out of the winter. You know they want to get some fresh meat. There are a lot of deer out there coming out of the winter. What does yeah. that even mean? Yeah, you got you have elks too over there on the on the coast. So I mean, you got to worry about an, an elk running in front of the God, front of the road. Insane. I'm telling you, watch out for those squatches. Don't give it another look in the mirror, Sarah. If you see a squatch today, okay, on your drive. All right. Be careful, everyone. Okay. Be safe. That concludes this squatch. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right, there we go. And uh, yeah, we've got uh, we've got one birthday 
that we need to get to here before we uh, before we round out the day okay, there, okay. sir. Before we round out the day. It, I got it right here. Oh, I want to get a birthday. Yeah, <laughs> that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so. That's right. So our friend Aaron, who is the bartender at Landmark, and we do all that talk sometimes. You know, I got a birthday. So I guess one of her friends, I don't know who it is because she didn't say uh, their name, but she was like, one of my friends listens to your show, and they said <laughs> that you were doing impressions of me. <laughs> so I'm like, Aaron, we have to have you come in so we can have an Aaron off, because I think I do a pretty good Aaron. Oh, I'm going to have a little bit of birthday. Oh, somebody's having a birthday. <laughs> okay. It's so 1%. Okay. All, all right. right. Here it is. We need to say happy birthday to... Maria! Maria! It's actually Maria's birthday tomorrow. Is it Maria Rose? It is indeed. Oh, Maria. Because we're not doing a... Did uh, her lovely husband Dennis write in? It was Dennis. Mm -hmm. It was Dennis. Uh, He wrote in and uh, asked us to say happy birthday to Maria Rose. And he also said, well, we still smile when we glance over and see the painting. It's great. Oh, I painted their their dog Jasmine, who uh, passed away a little while ago. It was the cutest dog. It was so much fun to paint. Oh, well, that's that's awesome. Yeah, well, she was so much fun to paint. All right, but happiest of birthdays, Maria. Maria. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. There we go. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I don't want to listen to for my coast driving soundtrack. Oh, it's all very exciting, Greg. Uh, oh, Brother, where art thou? Is a good one. Mm. Um, from dusk till dawn. That's a good road trip soundtrack. Dark night. Kind of think I want to listen to some John Denver. Mm, that's a, yeah, that's good. That sounds good. That John Denver is like, good. I know, right? Yeah. He's just very nice and comforting. Crazy right. Heart soundtrack, that's another good one. <gasps> Crazy good Heart one. soundtrack, that's a good call. Yeah. Sometimes holding feel like God, if you have never seen Crazy Heart, see it. It is such a good movie. It is so good. I only saw it for the first time a couple of years a couple of years back. I think I showed it to you. You did. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, it's it's an incredible movie. Yeah, it's a good one. That's that. And that man's name was Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Okay. Greg, when I come back on Wednesday, I'll totally show you my agate collection. Oh. And maybe any some things I found while antiquing. Okay. And maybe I'll buy a creepy thing from the miniature store that I can look at that will give me nightmares. Great. So I'll just I'll super keep you posted. So we're back on Wednesday. Back on Wednesday. Back on Wednesday. All right. And thanks again for letting me take time off. Appreciate it. Sure. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Please go take a shower. (laughs) Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do greatly appreciate it. So very much. Someone is calling me. Very much. Oh, my gosh. Everybody have a wonderful week. Or, well, no, the weekend's already over. Yeah. So well, have a wonderful around. couple days, and we'll uh, talk with you again on Wednesday when we return yes. with more Fun Employment Radio. Yes. Now you say .com. I did it. I closed yeah, it. Yeah, but we got to wait until the very end of it. <sighs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Wait, no, I already said that. Yeah, but it wasn't in the right uh, spot. Uh, You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.